Hello and welcome to the next episode of Hashtag Better Conversations. Um, today we're speaking with Jackie Newman, who is our business manager. Um, she's only been in the role um, since about October, um, so I think it's fair to say that the role is um, being shaped at the minute. So talk to talk to her a little bit about that um, and also some stuff about um, how efficient she is and how she manages stuff like that. So hopefully you find it really useful. Um, and yeah, here's Jackie. Right. Hello, Jackie. Thank you for, for agreeing to be a, a guest on the podcast. It's lovely to have you on. Hi, Helen. Thanks for inviting me and uh, looking forward to having a catch up with you. Yeah. Yeah. So um, for those people who don't know you, haven't come across you before, um, do you want to tell us a bit about yourself and the role that you, you kind of started back end of last year, I guess, and a bit about your work pattern as well? Okay, so um, for those that don't know me, I'm Jackie Newman and I'm the business manager uh, for the risk oversight and business assurance team. So I've been with the team just over three months. Um, Prior to that, I was a client implementation manager. Before that, I worked for um, Fortis, which became part of BNP Paribas and uh, 20 years at Barclays, um, for whom I'm very grateful for lots of training they gave me over those 20 years. and the change of role for me um, sort of happened as part of Sandringham. So for me, something good came out of Sandringham, a complete change of um, sort of role uh, and focus within the business. Yeah. And what's your, um, so what kind of working pattern do you do? Because I think you've, you've you, in the past, you've worked part time. Um, I have. Yeah. yeah, I have. So I used to work. Um, I've got one son. Um who I keep wanting to say is a teenager, but he's now actually 21. <laughs> so I should just refer to him as an adult at uni. Um, so a bit difficult to get my head around that sometimes. Um, so, yeah, so I worked part time um, after I had Alex. So I did that for uh, right up until he was 11, actually. Um, but about 18 months ago, um, I applied for uh, compressed working hours. Um, mm. And part of that was uh, my husband, Tony, he does the same. So it just gives us... Uh, a bit more time with each other so don't spend the whole weekend running around doing all the chores we can do a bit more fun stuff Uh, so I work a sort of nine day fortnight so I do all my hours across nine days uh, and then typically have every other Friday when I'm not in the office Um, so yeah it's worked out really well it just means also I can spend a bit more time with my mum who's getting older now um and um yeah it just seems to work quite nicely um and as uh, somebody said to me oh it's quite nice that you're actually asking to spend time with your husband are you sure you're actually going to have the same friday off <laughs> <laughs> i said maybe for marital harmony we better <laughs> Brilliant. Um, mm. good on that, that sounds yeah that sounds really good and really flexible and um kind of fits in fits in with with stuff around your life doesn't it 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 does and um it even you know having previously undertaken a customer facing role so you sort of think well how does that that work well actually a lot of the customers we work with work flexibly themselves you know there's some Mm. customers that will constantly be getting emails from me at 11 o'clock at night and you'll pick them up Mm. first thing in the morning and deal with them um and others that you know are really early birds and you come in and you've got quite a few emails for them so they do flex around and they have days when they're at home or or doing different things so really you know they they sort of expect the bank to be doing something similar and if we're not uh then actually we look a bit you know like a dinosaur Mm. if we're not so we need to move with the times um, and also flex around everybody else yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Certainly something I've I've noticed since I've gone part time is, um, you know, you, you don't need to be there 
all the time nine to five you know it's you know stuff does wait even if you don't think it's um even if you don't think it will it's not mm. actually urgent often you know most of the time it's not as urgent as you think it is I, I think the key is managing expectations isn't it so yeah. um my, you know going back to the customers you know they do have high expectations um, mm. and they do want things done quickly normally but if you might yeah. if you sort of give them a realistic time scale you know the best best thing ever is actually to give a realistic time scale and come in ahead of it because uh, yeah. then you've over delivered as far as they're concerned mm. and and uh, gone that extra mile so it's just managing expectations and people you know sort of understanding when you are available yeah and obviously you're not customer facing now you're in a business manager role. i am yeah so what's what kind of things uh, are on your to-do list right now what what stuff are you getting involved with because i'm i'm aware it's a uh, um, it's a fairly open role. Really, isn't it? Is, that, is that fair to say? I think it could be. Somebody just said to me, oh, is it a bit of a kitchen sink role? So you could be doing anything, really. So I, I think that probably could could be a good description of it. It's really varied, which for me is really interesting um, and a fresh challenge within the business. Um, so the top priorities currently sitting on my desk is I'm dealing with the BBSI return, um, which for those that don't know, there's a bank building society interest return that has to go to HMRC. Um, and we have to report all of the interest paid on the accounts on corporate partner. So mm. I'm liaising with our colleagues in retail who, as uh, you can probably appreciate, have a mm. much bigger file to submit than we do <laughs> with millions yeah. of customers. Uh, so I'm working with them um, to make sure that we liaise with Suntech and we get all of that uh, pulled off uh, from Partenon and submitted to HMRC within deadlines. Um, sadly, this year, there's some uh, requirements to uh, change the file format. So uh, that's proven a bit of a challenge and a learning curve, but uh, mm-hmm. I'm sure we'll get there. Um, the other bit I've been working on quite a lot in conjunction with yourself is the um, business assurance piece. Yeah. Um, so sort of picking up from some of the other guys, monitoring the thematic um, assurance tracker and radar um, and I think Kevin sort of um, steered to me was my role is partly to keep everybody honest. We, you know, yeah. hopefully we can stay on timeline, stay focused and deliver because I think we just want to deliver more, don't we? A, a bit yeah. more pace um, yeah. and ex- expand our remit. So it's making sure that we're we're flexible and we're we're driving that forward over the year. Yeah. Um, and then I've got involved in a couple of other projects, one's to do with uh, tying and bundling, just some updated comms to a uh, front office on that. And having sat in that world, I guess I can appreciate where they're going to come from it. So I had a very good chat with compliance about that. Um, and then also a corporate credit register in Republic of Ireland. So it's all very varied at the wow. moment. Yeah. <laughs> so... a lot of, yeah. A lot of project um, specific work, a lot mm. of kind of yeah chunky bits of work that perhaps might have we might have needed to find an owner for in the past, but it makes sense to sit centrally that you can coordinate stuff. Is that yes, ex- exactly, exactly. Um, and you know everybody's really busy, um, and you know with some of these it, it's going to be a short fat find, sort it out, and then it will be put to bed. So it makes sense, as you say, to um, for mm. one person just to oversee it and liaise with people. Also gives me um, a good understanding working on some of these with the wider team how everybody works um been picking up with um nick's team some of the guys there on spend requests and things mm-hmm. that they do now that they manage third parties um so it's really sort of helping with the collaboration and understanding mm-hmm. how everybody works uh, yeah across the team mm. so it sounds like you you need to stay really on top of everything and I, and, I, and i've seen this firsthand when you've you know you mentioned the assurance piece there you know you kind of come in and certainly help me organise all of that, you know, and taking on the stuff that, that um, Rakesh and Ange did um, mm-hmm. beforehand um, and, and kind of built on it. And I think 
that certainly, you know, like you said, you know, haranguing people, isn't it? Getting them to uh, get do stuff So how do you kind of stay on top of things? What's your kind of productivity tip or efficiency tip that you think others might might be able to use? Um, for me, uh, as you probably guess, I, I'm a bit of an organised bunny. So you mm. know, if somebody's got a birthday in February, I've got their present here already wrapped. So I like oh, to be organised. Wow. I know. But that's just, I know. That's just how I work. Um, or I tick. So uh, for me, whenever I finish every day, I always have my to-do list sort of up to date with what I want to get done um, over the next couple of days so and I just dis- and thanks to you I've discovered notebook which I am loving so whereas mm. before I had paper it's now all on notebook was um, this uh, one note yeah yeah one note yeah. um using notebooks within there and yeah. um, of course the brilliance of that is if you've got an iPhone you can link yeah. into it on that so if I suddenly remember something that somebody said to me during the day and I thought oh god I didn't make a note of that I could just yeah. add it on my phone to my to-do list so I don't even have to write it on a separate piece of paper to remember to do it tomorrow mm-hmm. um yeah. so that's really helpful but what I also like to do is put some um mix up the tasks that I've got to do so sometimes you might have a big project um and it's going to have it's going to take a while to do and that for me is a big difference in the new role is that you know a task it's not so much start finish it within a set period of time during Mm -hmm. the day um so I like to break it up into chunks um and into milestones so that I can feel like at the end of the day oh yeah I have moved that forward I have achieved something Mm -hmm. um I have made progress on something um so yeah so certainly notebook m teams which we've been using um over the last sort of six weeks on the leadership calls that's working really well so we can still all see each other and hear each other but it's a great repository for files Mm. um we can share um we've also linked in a notebook which means things like the agenda i used to have to email everybody asking for their um items for the agenda now i literally set the page up a week in advance and everybody can go in and put their own agenda Mm. items on there so it's just a bit more efficient that's cut down on emails means people can do it as they think about it don't have to wait for me to email them it's just a bit more efficient really yeah yeah no that that's been quite good actually and again you know you can access that on your iphone so if Mm -hmm. i think of something that i want to raise on on thursday's call if i think about that on a monday night yeah i can i can get my iphone and and add it in it's little little tips like that have been really quite quite useful to me as well and, and I think it's it's just being um, open to the different ways that we can communicate now. Mm. Um, you know, I've, um, I think they get bored of me when I sit in the Gatwick office, which is where I'm sort of based, because um, my phrase is every day is a school day. Um, <laughs> there's always something to learn, um, you know. So, you know, at the moment, as I said, I hadn't used OneNote notebook. M Teams is fairly new to me. We 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 connect via WhatsApp, you know, in the leadership group, and I know the various teams have got WhatsApp groups. Yep. You know, we can still use email on phone, but it's just embracing all those different ways of communicating and finding what works for you as a group, isn't it? Really, yeah. and keeps everybody less distracted, but that you can keep in touch with each other. Mm, yeah. Um, so, if if you could improve some of your own productivity, or if something could improve it and make things more efficient, mm-hmm. what what might that be? So, what single thing do you think would make the biggest difference in making you more productive? Um, I think I was listening to I can't remember who said it what somebody said on one of the podcasts or it might have been on one of the hashtag better mm. um, briefings I did read somebody um, said about actually closing down email because I am a bit of a victim that if emails pop up I sort of curiosity yeah. you know killed the cat it, it kills me mm. too I have to know what was that <laughs> about um, and I can get distracted by that so uh, for me I think 
I've started to do it is that when I really need to, I've got a task, I need to get it done. I've got a deadline that I need to work to. I'm looking at closing Outlook for an hour or two and and concentrating on it Um, and Mm. even, you know, putting my phone on silent, which for me was um, I've not really ever done before because I've been (laughs) dealing with customers. Yeah. Um, And I just think, oh, God, if a customer wants me, I need to be on the end of the phone. Um, So, yeah, sometimes, you know, the world is not going to stop if I turn (laughs) things off for two hours. Yeah. (laughs) And sometimes we have to train ourselves. You know, you see everybody so glued to their phones, isn't it? Actually, you can turn it off for a bit and, you know, it will be fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, And again, that's something I've learned, certainly since I've gone part time. And I think I might have said in the in, in one of the podcasts is um, my, you know, if, if, if I'm not in Friday to Monday mm. and an email doesn't get read, you know, the world doesn't fall down, the bank mm. doesn't fall over. It's 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 actually fine. It's not, you know, sometimes it's not ideal. Sometimes, you know, you do need to act quicker, but, you know, it's not as um, you don't need to pounce on every email as it comes in. I've, I've certainly I've learned and it might be different for other people. But, um, yeah, it's something I've, I've certainly taken away. I think also there's um, a notice, and, and I think people within the organisation are uh, very good um, at actually trying to keep communication to more general office hours. Um, mm. So I know there there are some teams um, who, you know, emails will still be flying around at midnight, and that's not necessarily helpful mm. to everybody's well-being as well. So I think, you know, if, if somebody sends you something and it's late and you, you're doing something, you know, you could be in the cinema watching the latest blockbuster. Yeah. You know, th- that's absolutely fine. You do not need to be replying within 30 minutes or, or yeah. whatever. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I think sometimes we need to remember that and be realistic. Mm. And I think as somebody who, who does send emails late because of my own working pattern, <laughs> um, I know I, I, I need to set other people's expectations that says... I don't expect a reply from you. If I send an email at 10 o'clock, I don't expect you to reply. It's fine to reply at a time that's convenient for you. You know, if it was urgent, I'd phone you. But there's nothing urgent yeah. at 10 o'clock, I'm not going to phone you. So, do you know what I do with that, Helen, sometimes, though? Because mm. when I was a team leader, sometimes I would be like you, catching up in the evening and doing stuff. Mm. Um, and I used to do all my emails, but then I used to put delayed delivery on them. So mm. the next time I turn my laptop on, they went out then. So they weren't going... Yeah. Because sometimes I... Um, sort of didn't want people to feel like that like we were just saying about you need to be doing things in the evening so yeah. I think right I just won't even send them I'll do them all put delayed receipt, delivery on it and then you know for 7 30 in the morning when I'd have my laptop on and then they'd all fly out then yeah. rather than at whatever time so mm. um, it, yeah. it's, it's 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 just different ways of doing things isn't it no it's a good idea I, I, I'm aware of that and I do need to do more often so. <laughs> Thanks for the reminder. It's a really, really good thing to get in the habit of, actually. Um, so you, you, sound, you sound really organised, and I, I think I'm, I'm aware you are really organised. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been a on the receiving end of it, which is great. But do you ever have a day when it all just kind of goes to pot, when it, it all just gets away from you and you get really, really stressed? And if so, kind of what do you do to get back on track? Uh, yes <laughs> that definitely happens because with the best laid plans and somebody throws in a grenade from above um so uh yeah and I haven't got my flat jacket on that day um so yes I've, I have a number of uh coping mechanisms which um, people in the office will uh, probably tell you about and laugh about so one is somebody gave me a little bottle of um chocolate gin which is sitting on my desk which is still <laughs> remains unopened so, 
<laughs> so there is a bit of a joke if only the Gatwick office had ice I might ha- actually have the drink <laughs> so I do sort of look at that and think no it's not that bad uh, I'm going to drink it neat with no mixer yeah. and ice um and I tend to if things are getting a bit on top of me or or I'm I'm looking at something and I just think I can't figure this out oh I'm, I know I'm being really dense but I can't work my way through this and mm. um, I'll get up and I'll go and walk outside I'll go away I'll go and do something different yeah. or, or I'll look at my to-do list and think right what have I got on this list that I could do in about five ten minutes something just organize something that make me think right you've achieved it you've done something and then come back to the task that's driving me crackers or making it difficult to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of it is, just, you know, sometimes we do have deadlines and, you you know, there is pressure to get things done. And sometimes it's just right. OK, go make a cup of coffee, go make a cup of tea, come back, sit down. And then, as I was saying, try and turn things off or just focus on it. Yeah. And as soon as you get it done, there's that big sense of relief. It's done. Mm. Um so yeah they tend to be my coping mechanisms or I have been known to go out into the the corridor the landing where we are on the third floor count to 10 and almost want to just go ah <laughs> and then after that I come back in and I'm very calm and zen after that so, <laughs> so whatever works for that day really yeah. that's good well, and as you probably guess laughter is the best medicine for everything really <laughs> absolutely I know you do uh I- having worked with you now for a few months I do I do get a lot of laughs so thank you for that (laughs) well listen Jackie thank you um it's been really good to chat um short and sweet so thanks well um and hopefully everybody else who's listening to the podcast if they haven't um had a chance to to chat to you hopefully we'll get a chance to uh, be involved in some of your work because I think you you kind of touch all of all of uh, the risk oversight business assurance team don't you I do and that, and that's really the best fit for me of the role is I've got you know I'm in all teams really um so um it's it's really interesting um and I'm really loving it so I'm really looking forward Good. to the challenge for 2020 and to, to working with people over the coming year brilliant lovely well thanks a lot Jackie that's all right Helen see you soon take Cheers. care big thank you to Jackie um, for being my guest on the podcast this week Um, if you would like to be a guest on the podcast um, do drop me a line I'm really interested to hear from everybody um, as we go I'm also um, dropping a line to unsuspecting um, uh, volunteers Um, over the next couple of weeks I'm hoping to uh, to speak to uh, Karen Harvey about some of the stuff she does um, particularly I'm interested about some of the charity stuff she does because I know she's um, she's heavily into the volunteering uh, it'd be really good to find out a bit about that um, and also Alex Archer um, to talk about some of the abacus stuff that she's been involved with over the past few months really excitingly we're going to have Chris on the podcast as well Chris Fallis um, which will be brilliant um, so if you've got any questions to ask him um, drop me an email or drop a, an email to the, the hashtag better mailbox um, because it'd be fantastic to get the opportunity to uh, to chat to Chris on a really informal basis and I'm hoping to um, keep it informal as well. So thanks for that. Thanks for all your feedback and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Thanks.